Hello and welcome to The Two Tones, Tony DeBolfo, Tony Moclair. There's a show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's always sunny at Icon Park, Tony DeBolfo. In the immortal words of Frank Thring, Tony, what a wonderful <laughs> weekend. And we didn't need to be tied to a bed in Fitzroy <laughs> to enjoy it. No, uh, no, it was just a, a magnificent occasion, wasn't it, uh, to be at... Uh, at Eddie Head Stadium at the weekend to see one of the great triumphs in recent memory, Tony, of this really team. It really was. Um, you know, I, almost better than the, I would say better than the Port game last year. Well, yes. Uh, look, I, I think just the way that um, the team found a way uh, in all the duress, you know, the, to, mm. to lose Murphy and, and Sumner so early, um, there were a lot of us, myself included, you know, waiting for the two to fall over. And yet, the longer the game went, um, you know, each player seemed to find a, a third leg. It, it was extraordinary, and and what a what a confidence boosting, morale uh, boosting performance that is, and it just um, sets the team up beautifully for um, the Lions this week, doesn't it? It was. Uh, th- there was so much to talk about. It was such an exciting game. Um, thrilling to be there. Got there about about five minutes to go. The train was a little bit late. Captain Carlton, I don't know if there's there's two of them now. There's a male Captain Carlton and a female Captain Carlton. Who Navy is, Nina. Navy Nina. And Navy Nina was wearing, uh, was waving a white flag with the blue monogram. And I thought, that doesn't bode well. Because <laughs> if, we, if we're waving the white flag before the first siren, <laughs> we're in trouble. But um, it, it was just incredible. The first quarter was amazing. Um, but the second quarter especially. And this is what I've not seen in a long time, Tony. Three standing ovations from Carlton members at the end of every quarter. Really? The team were applauded off the ground by standing members. It was amazing. That, that was magnificent to see. And look, as you said at the start, Tony, there were so many things to to explore in this game. But one image, funnily enough, that's indelibly etched my uh, mind, uh, happened at the end of the game, after the fourth quarter, yeah. when the camera... Uh, panned onto uh, Brendan Bolton mm. as he was walking down the aisle onto yeah. the ground. And to see the entire cross-section of the Carlton community represented on either side of that aisle, you had old old men who were Carlton supporters, you had older women who were Carlton supporters, you had yeah. young kids who were Carlton supporters. Yeah. You had basically uh, supporters from different walks of life life to a to a woman and man yeah um acknowledging brendan bolton and what he's brought to this club and uh, that tells me that not only does bolton have this team uh, unified he has the whole place yeah um as this tight-knit community and, and it's so uh proud to be a Carlton supporter again and um, i did uh, venture up to the victory room afterwards, Tony. I saw your interview with Levi Caspold, who was looking fresh as a daisy after the game. Fresh as a daisy, pulled up beautifully and um, went upstairs, Tony. I think there was 35,000 at the game at the weekend. Well, there must have been about 36,000 in the victory room (laughs) afterward um, because you could not move and it was magnificent to see all the Carlton faithful there, um, you know, in support of um, this magnificent team under the watch of of a... of a great coach. Can I just bring you back to something he said in the... Um, it, it ties into post-game, uh, also ties into what Brenton Bolton said at the press conference afterwards. He said, the game was an example of 
the teams bond and care for each other. And it's all about the collective, the us, not me mentality. Mm. That's why Lockie Henderson could not fit into this team. Mm. And it was amazing just watching him getting booed uh, during the whole game. And I'm half thinking that the standing ovation at the end of the second quarter was for whoever gave him a blood nose. <laughs> and there was a bit of claret, was there, Tony? I didn't see yes. that. And in the, in the words of Henny Youngman, there was clapping and booing for Lockie Henderson. Unfortunately for him, the clapping was for the booing. Um, <laughs> and and um, there was, uh, in the Indigenous round, there was little respect shown for Steve Motloff either. No, he well, was one that seemed to be really, really targeted. Well, and he, it he, certainly put him off his game. It, and, yes, it did. And there were so many calculated um, you know, uh, pre-arranged um, initiatives that the, the players took um, just goes to show how well prepared uh, Carlton was and how mm. thorough the planning was for this game. You know, um, we, we acknowledge Brendan Bolton. You know, Dale Amos has had uh, experience down Geelong, so perhaps he had some real input into uh, the team and how it fared. But look, there were just so many stunning uh, moments in the game, you know. Just and, um, rattle off a few, Tone. Uh, I, I made a note of the moment where Cruiser headed off in pursuit of Guthrie. That now, was Gu- amazing. And Guthrie, you know, has some reasonable skates. Yeah. And, and when Cruiser set off, you know, you could almost see him thinking, oh, God, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, really labour to, to, to run this bloke down. But he kept at it yep. and at it and yep. at it. Yep. Forcing Guthrie to uh, kick, you know, fairly fairly quickly into the lunge of Sam Doherty. Doherty, it was amazing. And forced that ball over the line. And, and that's what you said earlier about blokes playing for each other and doing the team things. I mean, that was so inspiring. Then you look at the rundowns of, you know, Motlop, Dangerfield, Selwood. You know, yeah. um, you know the Carlton players were in their face. And every time a Geelong player took possession, there was a bloke sitting on him. Yeah. And if he happened to get around that Carlton player, which is unlikely, he'd hit a wall of blue... Um, straight away, you know, whether it was Thomas or whoever it was backing up. Um, so you had blokes that were hunting, you know, um, uh, and then and then you've got at the end of the, the game, Sandy Roberts describing it as one of the most courageous wins mm. in the history of the Carlton Football Club. When I heard that, I, I thought, geez, that's not under, that's not overstating it. Yeah, that is not overstating it. This was this was heroic performance, and. Um, you just think of all those moments through the course of the game that led to the result that mm. you know everyone wanted, and um, it's uh, strength in numbers, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, again, that physical courage has been an outbreak of physical courage amongst the whole team. You look at um, Daisy Thomas deep in the the second half. I think it was the last quarter. Back with the flight of the oh, ball, yeah. he, he yeah. fell really heavily. This is a bloke who's had a bad track record with injury, and you, you expect might, you know, yep. pull up at the last second. Yes. Committed to the contest, fell heavily, got up. Oh, it was magnificent. Wrongly, uh, wrongly mentioned last night as uh, running into Henderson, it yeah. was actually Lonigan. Oh, And it was okay. interesting to watch that bit of footage. Have, have a look at it again. Curiously, Henderson's... Um, a passive observer as oh, that yeah. Uh, yeah. as that hit happens, but um, but it was just as you said, uh, Daisy taking one for the team, yeah. and that was I, I think so symbolic of the sacrifices that the players as, as a whole are making for the the common good. Yes, and um, anyone that faces Carlton from here on in will know that it's going to be in a contest because these blokes play for keeps, and it's just it's it's inspiring, it's uh, magnificent to watch, and. Um, as you, as 
I said earlier, it fills you with pride to see the way these players are representing the Guernsey um, for Carlton at the moment. Well, it makes a, a huge difference when you actually go to a game. Like I said, it was in the kind of members area. Sam Rowe, who I thought had a magnificent game after the first half, he was uh, sorry after the first quarter, he was just fantastic. He was yep. standing a taller opponent. Yes, was, he's just he's punching. He's yes. reading the play. It was last Superb. night of defence work was fantastic. He was at a uh, boundary throw and he contested the ball. The ball had spilled out, and the the members were just wild. Mm. They mm. were just this is you know one of many players that they have just really well, taken to. Oh, absolutely. Um, Andrew Walker, another one who yeah. who has to be fair has struggled probably the last month or so since his return, but seemed to find his feet yeah. as the game went on. And was actually instrumental in, in um, two... I think there was a goal to Armfield that he yeah. helped set up. There were a couple of crucial moments of the game where he was front and centre. And um, again, you've got guys contributing uh, plenty, crucial moments, you mm. know, right through the course of the game. Dennis Armfield, I mean, oh. you know, phenomenal. Whoa. You know, the, 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 the guys running over hot. The, the pack and the goal square to Gibbs. Oh, oh, it was superb stuff, Tony. And, and you know, you just think, you know... You think of the improvement, too, in these fellows. You know, we, we talk about, um, well, maybe we'll get to Gibbs in a moment, but you're looking at Simpson in career best form. You're yeah. looking at Sam Doherty career best form, Everett in career best form. You, you, you know, you're looking at all these players that are, um, Cruiser, Cruiser's another one, that are playing the best football of their careers. 11 and, um, tackles to Cruiser. Oh, tremendous, tremendous stuff. Tremendous did you, did stuff. Did you see Gibber on his back, hand pass? He reminded me of Williams, a sort of... Diesel, he did that sort of um, insane play from the bottom of a pack. And Diesel was at the game. I saw really? Greg Williams in the crowd behind the Carlton Interchange bench taking it all in and, and nodding approvingly. Oh. And I also saw up in the uh, the victory room afterwards the great Wayne Johnston. Oh. And I asked the dominator, I said, what would you make of that? And he said, just goes to show the days of reliance on any one player mm. are over. Yeah. Are over. And he said... Um, uh, with this team, we've got the collective that's uh, that's to a man getting the results for the for the club. And, um, he's a man who knows. A he's bit a man who about, knows. Yeah, about knows. The, the power of the collective. Absolutely, absolutely. It was just fantastic, Tony. Um, let's talk about Bryce Gibbs because you said um, career. He was uh, scintillating. So Murph went down in the first quarter. Um, what is that injury? I was, uh, well, well, well. Was unfortunately, yeah. And, and as was the case with Chris Judd, it involved Dangerfield. You know, uh, again, uh, yeah. just in the. I don't think it was anything malicious in it. It was just uh, unfortunately, I think Merv's ankle got caught under Dangerfield in a as they were grappling for possession on the on the deck. Um, happened early in the game. Um, to tell you the truth, I didn't see it at the time, so I was a bit mystified when Merv disappeared. I couldn't work out why. What, what had happened. And Sumner, I, I, again, with him, I, I'm not exactly sure at what mm. point of the game Carlton lost him. And, um, you know, didn't seem to be too much in it. Um, so I guess we have to hope that both players, I suppose they're, we're, we're, they'll be monitored this week. Lovely to have them both up and mm. running for, for the Lions. But um, I guess uh, that will play itself out through the course of this week. Well, if you look at the turnaround in um, Cruz and Levi getting back as quickly as they did, um, I don't know, have we uncovered some German doctors who are living in Argentina <laughs> who, have done, who have got some secrets we didn't know about? <laughs> it was extraordinary, wasn't it, to, to see them come back so quickly? I mean, you know, Casbolt was gone for the best part of 
12 weeks. Yeah. And, and Big Maddie was gone for four. And, it, and, and here they both, are. But, yeah, they're great they, games throwing themselves into it. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I said to someone earlier, if you look at the North game, North's two best players were the Ruckman and the Sinaf back. So in the absence of Cruiser and Casbold, yeah. we've been beaten by 11 goals plus, you know. So um, just goes to show how vital those two big men are to the, the makeup of this team. And all power to them. They were. They were both outstanding, Cruiser particularly. Uh, Cruiser was amazing. Um, you know, second, third efforts, that sort of thing. Oh, oh you, phenomenal. You mentioned those two players, or Casbolt, who kicked, I think, one from a set shot and then he missed another. But the goals came from elsewhere. Like, even with Casbolt not firing, yes. um, uh, you know, um, Andreas Everett, four goals. Well, well, there you go. You know, it just goes to show, um, you know, uh, when, when the situation demands it, you know, the input... Uh, from from whoever it might be is so very vital to the the overall cause of the team and um, as you said you know Everett Everett's four they were all four they were four very good goals they really were at crucial yeah. times for Carlton too and um, you know th- th- we need guys like that to stand up and and Brendan Bolton and his coaching com- you know panel are getting that. Uh, to a man and um, heading back to Gibbs you know um, the thing I, I think I like most about Bryce Gibbs's game at the moment is just his aggression yeah you know and that's something a trait which I think it's fair to say most of us would never have um, you know um, uh, I guess used alongside Bryce Gibbs's name you yes. know yeah. um, and yet he's playing with this sort of um, this vigor and this uh, aggression that, as I said that's just it seems to have um, made him more of a complete player, mm. and uh, I don't know what I don't know how he's done it, Brendan Bolton, or what he's done, but it's like he's flicked a switch. Uh, not only on Bryce Gibbs, but all of these players, and um, they're playing like men possessed. And yeah. it's, as I said, it's great to see. Um, and Bryce Gibbs is one of, one of those players, like so many others, that is in career best form. And who knows, uh, you know, he's, what is he now? Twenty six, twenty seven. You know, this is the prime of his career, and I mean, the future is so exciting. You know, and then to to think, Tony, that again, Jakob Vietering is yeah. the only <laughs> uh, most recent national draftee in the mix. Yeah. So you know, to include those young players that Carlton snared early, you, you, there's only an upside to this. Yeah. You know, as these players come into the fold, um, they're playing the Carlton way, and um, it's just so exciting. Um, I want to uh, throw the spotlight on Whitey, who I thought had a great game. He did. Well, he did. I mean, there's, I can't name a player who had a bad game, but he was he was exceptional. He was great. Oh, he was great. He was great. And, and I mean, it's, I'm wrapped for Whitey because he probably hasn't had a real go at it, you know, yeah. with his body letting him down and so, so on. But, but again, I think he brings that, you know, steely result yeah. to the team too. I've always thought of the, the GWS players as bringing that in spades, but... Simon White's another one that plays for keeps. Um, great clubman, great fellow ever in the place, and ref to see him, yeah. you know, making such a contribution to the to the team. Um, you just hope, you know, that the, the body can hold up for him for the remainder of this season because I think he's a, a pretty important player. He's a versatile player too. He can play tall. He can go in the midfield for a run. You know, we've got some hard nuts in the middle too now, Tony. Like Kuno, yeah. Kuno's oh, game on Selwood, yes. you know, yeah. Tremendous. He's coming up for 100 games next week, Ed. Um, so w- what a great um, uh, player he's been for Carlton in terms of the job that he can do on, um, you know, 
opposition's best player. Um, all power to him. All power to Whitey. May it continue. I love watching Ed Kerner. He's been uh, he's magnificent. Watch him, especially in the last quarter. He t- the intensity does not let up until no. the final siren. No. He will be like as the clock runs down for the last minute of the game. He is still. Playing, you know, with the same intensity that he did, yes. that he did at the first bounce. It's yes, fantastic. yes, very true. And I think we might have mentioned off air that the, there is this inherent danger coming to the Brisbane game that, that you know that the uh, residual effect of being two down yeah. against um, Geelong yeah. might kick in this week. So, uh, but we've got a coach that's um, well and truly over it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure that um, you know they'll be monitoring player movements and running patterns this week and ensure that. That doesn't become a, a problem uh, through the course of the Lions match. Let me ask you this question, Tone. Are you comfortable being uncomfortable? That was the promise. <laughs> well, look, um, of course I am. Um, it's, it's just, uh, it's, it, again, it fills you with pride just to see the way the players are working, working for each other, working for the team. Mm. And um, I heard a fellow on radio, a Carlton supporter, saying that, you know, for the best part of 10 years, He's gone to Carlton Games and just sat there. Yes. Because he, he had no emotional investment in the team. There was nothing really to cheer for. Mm. There was no f- hope. Hope, yeah. you know, was the biggest thing of all that was bereft of the team. And it, it almost seems to have happened in a blink. All of a sudden, mm. uh, all of these traits that were so l- sadly lacking are suddenly back with this group of players. And um, it's just, uh, I just hope, that uh, the members and supporters understand, you know, uh, I was watching um, Rosemary's Baby the other night, Tony, and there's a line <laughs> in it where Mia Farrow says, uh, this isn't a dream, this is real, this is happening, and this yeah. is happening with the Carlton team. Yeah. And all the members and supporters should realise that this is happening. Get on, because because we need numbers, we need numbers supporting yeah. our numbers out in the paddock. Yeah. Now, it's a good point. You watch Bolts in the press conference afterwards. He's, he views the whole club, you know, in its entirety. He knows that members are as important as the playing group oh. and as the administrators, yeah. all that sort of thing. They're parts of a whole and because he, he talks about the collective. That's <laughs> extremely important. And so members are... are Part and parcel of all of that journey. And and what about the charm offensive too with the coach? I mean, you know, you see him walking onto the ground and you and the people are filled with awe just, yeah. you know, seeing him walk past them. And it was great to see him look up to the crowd too to acknowledge the presence of the Carlton people. Yeah. Who, as you say, he says we need. We need yeah. them to be there. And uh, I don't know if you saw um, Bolts on Footy Classified last night, Tony. But, no. Uh, Carolyn Wilson, as some of the questions being fired for other panellists, was looking on so glowingly at Bolts. <laughs> I thought, geez, how well are we going at the moment? I would say if you're – look, if you're arming and about signing up, you've got to do it. It is the best money you'll ever spend oh. because if that game is anything to go by, Carlton are value for money. They are just – it is a great afternoon out. Um, it, I yelled myself hoarse. It was exciting. <laughs> it, it just had everything you needed for the, an afternoon's entertainment, you know, and that and that, that, that team has changed. Remember the the frustration, the the red time goals, yes. that the you know, the how brittle the team could yes. be. That's yes. gone. Yep, absolutely. Your money is an investment in the future of this team, and the future is uh, is looking so so promising. Um, I, I agree with what you said, Tony. Looking on and being part of the experience, I mean, you really get caught up with it, and. Um, 
I mean, even the pies were hot the weekend, so that just <laughs> topped it off. But uh, but it, it's just magnificent to be to be part of this experience. And 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 as I said, this is and Bolton says it. It's a journey. Yeah. But what's great about this journey is that we know where it's going. We know where it's headed. There's no ambiguity with this. This journey is is yeah. heading heading northwards, and that's um, that's what we all want. And it is great just being amongst Carlton members, and there is the. They're walking differently at games, if you know what I mean. Is they're the strut wearing, back? Yeah, Are they well, strutting? Not quite, we're not no. quite there yet. <laughs> you've, you've got no, the lid on it? No, yeah, well, you've got it. It's all about equilibrium. But Carlton sporters just look different. Mm. I will mm. say that to you. Well, that, well it, it's, 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 actually, um, it's, it's actually healthy. It's a healthy, mm. it's a healthy thing. You know, you go into work on a Monday morning. How many times, you know, in the last 10 years have been going in with your, you know, your head under your jumper yeah. or, you know, and, and now you, you walk in and with a spring in the step, yeah, you know. You're making eye I, contact I, with people. I know. I know. You it's, want to talk about damn, the footy. It's damn cold getting out of bed these days, but you still find a way with, when your team gets over the line. You know, it's, um, it's just fantastic. Now, Solves a lot of problems. Um, speaking of problems, Tone, how on earth do you get three, two, one votes? Oh, well, you said it earlier, Tony, and I concur with this. I don't believe that Carlton had one bad player at the weekend. I, I, I think they all, to a man, contributed yeah. to this result. And it's a, it's an awful problem, but a good problem to have too, um, to they, come they, up with a 3-2-1. How, well, how did you fare? Oh, I've, look, I've, look, there's no rhyme or reason. There never is to my votes. I always go with, uh, I don't know, overall impressions. I'm certainly not... Um, uh, a respected football prognosticator, but I'll tell you, you know, who I like yes. and, and why I like them. Yes. And these three are definitely the, the first amongst equals. Um, one vote goes to Dennis Armfield. He was just magnificent. He's exciting, you know, mm. and that's, that's great. He's also unselfish and the goal celebration. I mean, he gets a, vo- a, a one vote for that yes, alone. Yes, yes, yes. Um, that, to me, just... Uh, talk about how enlisted he is mm. in the in the program mm. Mm. and what it meant to him. Mm. I just mm. uh, I thought that's great. If you're if you don't sign up to be a member after seeing the passion Dennis Armfield has for this football club, find a mirror, stand in front of it for an hour, have <laughs> a good talk to yourself, good look at yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, two goes to Doherty, who is just astonishing. I mean, where would we be without oh. his grit, determination, courage? Oh. Um, that smother that you mentioned before yes. was just that's the sort of thing that ignites a team yes. and says to a, an opponent, No ball will be an easy ball. Yes, yes. Um, and it, it's fantastic. Three, you've got to give it to Gibber. He was just, uh, he was astonishing. Yes. Well, look, well said. I, I, I don't have too many complaints with your 3 2 1 there, Tony. I've slightly uh, gone differently with my first vote getter. I've given it to the crews. I, I yeah. just thought, you know, uh, I mean, I think. Brendan Bolton alluded to him as the spirit of Carlton. That's, yeah. a, that's a great call, you mm. know. Um, you think of Simpson, it definitely is the spirit. And Cruiser, who is loyal to the to the club, we, ha- yeah. we have to say, um, is probably now nearing the peak of his powers, I would say, at this stage of his football uh, evolution. Which is a frightening prospect oh, for it is. the opposition. It is. And, you know, he's a, he's a ruckman rolled into a ruck rover. Mm. Uh, you know, probably an extra midfielder for Carlton, those in a... Bouncers, so we're lucky to have him. Two to the dock. Yeah, agreed with you on Sam Doherty. Uh, with Gibbs, I'd say he's in all Australian form. Yeah, I mean, he, he's just um, he's just been heroic for Carlton this year. And three to the the Gibber. I can't go past Bryce's um, complete performance for the club and outstanding showing, individual showing in what was a great team win. 
So it's a three-two bun. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's uh, yeah. Talk about standing up. And we so look as far as next week goes. Uh, Brisbane, yes. Eddie Head Stadium. Um, do we know what the prognosis is on Murph? Do you well, know we, if he'll be back? I don't believe the the, the um, prognosis is uh, clear at this stage. So that, does uh, that I, apply for Sumner as well? I, I would say so. Yeah. Uh, both ankle injuries, aren't they, Tone? I'd imagine that Kieran Byrne, who was a, who was a withdrawal, I think, from the team, would be a, a chance to play. Nick Graham is probably close to getting a call up in the event right. that uh, you know Sumner and or Murphy doesn't. Um, uh, overcome uh, their injury worries. So, uh, and and I think Brisbane, that venue knocked us over last year. I can still see Mitch yes. Robinson in Jamo's face yep. at the end of the game. So, uh, and I read with interest today that Tom Rockcliffe, the captain's right to go, mm. uh, been out for a couple of weeks with a hamstring. So, uh, we're going to get a, a team that was pretty, pretty honest against Hawthorne yeah. at the weekend. Um, and I'm sure that this is a game which will not be taken lightly um, if Brendan Bolton has anything to do with it. But you just got to get on down. Like I say, it's the best show in town. Oh. When this team are on, um, look out. It's oh. fantastic to watch. It is, it's just a great emotional experience. It, it is. It is truly a great emotional experience, Tony. Invest in the emotion. That's all I can say. Now, the Carlton Football Club are very close to cracking 50,000 members, Tony. Speaking Terrific. Of. We want your support. It is strength in numbers. Head to membership.carltonfc.com.au and sign up today. There are a number of membership options. Get on board and um, just show that uh, show that you bleed blue. We knew we know by the uh, the colour of the claret coming out of uh, Lockie Henderson's nose that he doesn't. <laughs> but it's your chance to show that you do. Now, as I said, coming up, Carlton v Brisbane, Saturday, June the fourth, Eddie Head Stadium at two ten p.m. Get on down. Tony DeBolfo, it's been a pleasure to dissect what was a fantastic game of football. The first time Carlton have beaten Geelong in how many years? Since 2010, the fifth round, and the first time they'd beaten Geelong ever at that stadium. It's hard to get your head around that. We came very close, remember. Uh, it was touched. I yes, do remember I it. It was touched. Ask the Wiggler. Well, oh, the Chief good. will tell you that was definitely touched off Riccardi's boot. It was ridiculous. We was robbed, Tony. Yeah, we was, well and truly, and we needed that win at the time. You need any win. I tell you, but listen, let that just be a bygone memory because uh, they are broad, sunlit uplands. I've always tried to sneak in a Churchill reference, and there it is for today. Any way that dresses up Eddie Head Stadium has got to be a good thing, Tone. I like it, the uplands. There we go. Tony DeBolfo and Tony Moakley with the two tones saying go Blues. We will catch you next week.